You're listening to Church Girl Rehab with myself, Natasha Ingman. Good morning, everybody, or afternoon, if you're listening to this at a different time of day. But for me, it's morning. So good morning, everyone. Again, as I always say, you are appreciated. Your time is appreciated. So this week's episode, we're going to be in... Luke today, Luke 8, um, and we're going to be in 1 through 3, so three very kind of looked over verses, I would say, because um, it's about the parable of the sower, but there's details in those first three verses that I think so many of us skip over and try and get to the parable. I mean, there's good nuggets in that parable, but I think that these first three verses will speak volumes for a lot of you dealing with your past and wanting to serve and to be useful in the kingdom, if you will. So in these verses, let's read this, guys. Let's read Luke chapter 8, 1 through 3. It says, after Jesus, after this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out. Johanna, the wife of Cusa. If I say names wrong, guys, they're biblical names. I'm sorry. The manager of Herod's household, Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. So as I was wanting to read about the parable of the sower, I just kept getting drawn back to those three three verses, guys. Just how these women had demons or diseases or different things that we would think that they wouldn't be qualified or wouldn't be called to serve. They would receive the miracle and then be told to go on their merry little way. No pun intended. They wouldn't be part of the ministry and I think so many times we do that in church where someone comes up they get delivered and and that's it and that's their time but they got delivered guys and now it's their time now it's the time for us to serve for us to in a sense repent repay the the blessing from Jesus you know if he's healed you from demons or from diseases or from mental illness or um, eating disorders abusive relationships you are now in a prime spot to serve you have a miracle If you've been healed, if you've gone through something hard and you've come out the other side, that's a miracle. Now it's time to serve with your miracle in your background. 
Now it's time to not be held back by the things that were holding you captive. It's time to go out and to serve and to support within your own means, as it says in this word. Now, that probably meant financial, or it could have meant that they cooked and and took care of all the things, sewing and all of that such, um, whatever was in their means. But what's in your means to serve? And are you letting the things of your past keep you from serving with the means that you've been given because of your past? If you have a testimony of getting out of an abusive relationship, share that testimony because that is you supporting the church and the kingdom within your means. If you have been a single mom and now you're in a financial place where you can help, then go and help other single moms. Spread the gospel that way. If you are like myself, I mean, this podcast is is supporting the kingdom within my own means. I'm sharing my past. I'm not letting it hold me back anymore. I'm sharing things that the Lord puts on my heart. I'm sharing bits of my past to give back, to say thank you to, to Jesus for, for healing me and for doing all of those things. So... Are you letting your past stop you from serving? Are you scared to go and volunteer at church? Are you scared to go up and say you have a word? Are you scared to, I don't even know, make potato salad for the Thanksgiving potluck? Because who would want to eat for, eat something you made? Right? Like, who would want to do that? You feel like, oh, I've been on food stamps and I was struggling with my stuff for so long. Who would want something that I would make? Or I had a really rough childhood. Why would anybody want me to serve in children's ministry? For myself, I have a lot of rejection and... um hard moments within doing ministry at church, women's ministry, youth ministry, but that shouldn't stop me and it shouldn't stop you from still serving. If that's where your heart's at, because that's where your testimony is at, then you should be going for that. Take the classes you need to take to be able to do that. Go up, be bold and say, I want to serve. I want to serve within the means that I have been given. And if you're not quite sure where to serve, that's where you go to your pastors. Go to your pastors and say, I have a heart to serve. Where do you need somebody to serve? What should I do? These are the things I'm good at. This is my testimony. Where does this fit? That's one of the reasons why they're there, guys. It's to help lead the flock.
I don't know, these three verses just spoke such big volumes to me. I mean, having seven demons inside of you and then serving alongside Jesus as he's going from town to town to town. If that didn't stop her from serving, why should anything that you've gone through stop you from serving? You haven't been inhabited by seven demons. And she was serving alongside Jesus. Don't let anyone else stop you from serving because of your past. Because look, Jesus had her serving alongside him and he knows the demons that were inside of her. He knows, you know, they had the manager of Herod's household, the house that tried to kill him when he was a a baby, is serving alongside Jesus. I mean, just look at the disciples' stories. None of them were really, quote-unquote, Christians that should have been in ministry. They weren't these, and for all of you women, this is what I mean, like farmhouse Joanna Gaines, I love shiplap and Jesus and, and coffee is everything, sister, super Christian. Like, these women were not those types of women. They were gritty. They had pasts. They didn't show up in their Michael Kors bags and all of that stuff. They showed up with their hard pasts. With a, without a Starbucks in their hands. And they served. Because they had been through some stuff with Jesus. And it was time to get others out of their stuff. They weren't letting anything from their past hold them back from serving and from seeing the kingdom extended with new people. So why should you let whatever's in your past or the fact that you don't look like sister super Christian stop you from serving? I don't care if you come to church in your pajamas. Serve. If you feel the desire to serve, then serve. Find somewhere to serve. That doesn't always mean being on stage. That doesn't mean that they're going to call you up to sing worship right off the bat. But serve anyways and serve with a humbleness and a diligence and just keep showing up and serving if your heart is one of a servant. Clean the bathrooms. You know, just don't stop serving because you feel like you're unworthy because of things that have happened in your past. Don't stop asking to serve just because you've heard no a couple of times. Keep asking. Keep being, I guess, persistent. 
If it's something that you feel like the Lord has called you to serve in, then keep working towards that. Keep having that discipline of serving, that heart, that servant's attitude. Keep in your word, keep in prayer, keep in an ear and an eye open for opportunities to serve. If your church needs people to serve in children's ministry and you've been wanting to get into ministry and speak, start with the kids. I mean, I'm an education guy, so if you can speak to a room full of children, adults is a thousand times easier. (laughs) So if there's an opportunity, take it. But don't ever feel like your story disqualifies you for serving. Don't ever feel like your current circumstance disqualifies you from serving. Don't feel like because your clothes are thrift store, you can't be on stage speaking the gospel. Don't feel like you can't do something because you're not good enough. Because I'll tell you what, none of us are. None of us are good enough. We are only good enough because of the blood, the sacrifice of Jesus. That is what makes us good enough. There is no one, I don't care how many Bible classes you have been in. I don't care if you have a doctorate in whatever theological studies. It doesn't matter. Because if Jesus has called you to serve, you can serve fresh off the streets. You can give a powerful sermon fresh off the streets because if that's what Jesus has called you to do, if he delivered you, you have a testimony to share and sharing your testimony is serving. So share it, find avenues to serve guys. Just don't let your past hold you in your past. You are enough. Your story is remarkable. It is a miracle. And it deserves to be shouted from the rooftops. You are a child of God and you should be in his house serving his other children and saving the lost that come through the doors. You don't have to be enough because none of us are. You just have to be willing. That's it. These women were willing to support within their means. Who knows what that was? But these women served they served alongside Jesus with grimy, dare I say, disgusting pass. But they had a willingness. They had a desire. They had a love. And that's all that matters, guys. That is, at the end of the day, the only thing that matters. That's it.
So why are you letting your past hold you back? What in your past is holding you back? What have you always wanted to do? How have you wanted to serve? Have you seen someone on stage and said, I really want to do that, Lord. I want to share. You give me some good nuggets during my prayer time, Lord. I want to share those with people. Lord, I love to sing. Lord, I just want to love on those babies in the nursery. Whatever it is, guys. Don't let your past stop you from serving. Because you're needed. You're wanted. You're part of the kingdom. You're part of the body of Christ. So you have a place. Without you, the body isn't complete. So we we need you. We need your willingness to serve to support within your means, to help within your means. Church needs you guys. You're so valuable. You have so much to bring to the table. The fact that you made it through whatever you made it through. You're no longer a piece of coal. You're a diamond. You went through that pressure, and now it's time for you to shine. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to Church Girl Rehab. My name is Natasha Ingman. I am your host. You are loved. You are appreciated. Be blessed. And I will see you guys next week. Thank you.